With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It is the practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. Ohio State getting ready for the trip on Saturday night to Nebraska. First uh, major, major test maybe of the season, even though Ohio State is, again, uh, a large double-digit favorite. But this is Tim May. That's Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin Ward. We're talking about the Buckeyes and, and what we've learned so far. And, and Tim... What's your one takeaway for how the Buckeyes are gearing up for this road test? Well, definitely they know who Adrian Martinez <laughs> is. Uh, without a doubt, the most talented quarterback they will have faced to date because he not only can throw the ball, he can run the ball by you. And uh, he was part and parcel to the uh, comeback win they had in Illinois the other night when, well, he was actually part and parcel of why it had to be a comfort A little bit win. of a couple turnovers but there. They rolled up almost 700 yards of total offense in a come-from-behind effort and finally got it done. And a lot of it was his running finally in the end that, that helped make the difference. But definitely a, a different test for this defense, Ohio State defense. And, Berm, we keep continuing to wait for Jonathan Cooper to get back. We saw him leaving the field tonight, did not have on any of the orange non-contact jerseys. He was in very good spirits, but he always is. Barely had his right ankle taken. Yeah, so very interesting. He looked he looked good. Tyreek Smith looked good. So we're not going to know until Friday, but I would say that those guys are both trending to play at this point. Yeah, I'm not a betting man, but if I were wagering on who was going to play, I think Jonathan Cooper is going to play. I think Tyreek Smith's going to play. I think Robert Landers is going to play. I think everyone is going to play on that defensive Howard. line except for Teron Vincent and uh, – uh, you know what? What the Buckeyes need is as many defensive ends and as many defensive linemen as possible, because as Tim mentioned, chasing down Adrian Martinez is how they're going to spend a lot of their night on Saturday. But it's not just him; it's also Wandale Robinson, it's also uh, Maurice Washington, a very talented running yes. back. And, and you know, I think Nebraska, as you as you alluded to, it's it's the first real test of the year because they have playmakers, uh, J.D. Spielman on the outside. They've got good running backs in, in Maurice Washington and, and Robinson, and then the dual threat ability of Adrian Martinez. So, for Ohio State, it's all about having bodies, and it's about having guys who are able to go out and, and get it. And yeah. I think that they'll have all their the full complement back this weekend. As Big Ten teams go, this is a definite step up from Indiana. I mean, uh, for one of another term, uh, defensively, how good is Nebraska? Now, I don't think they're quite there yet on their rebuilding situation, but a, but an offense can, can score points, can make your defense look a hell of a lot better. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, this is this is interesting, and all hands on deck is uh, is is part and parcel to chasing a team like Nebraska. Uh, I mean, the Spielman kid's ridiculous, you know. And I think it's interesting, Tim. You you talked to Haskell Garrett about this. I asked Devon Hamilton. They've been looking forward to this one as a for a while. That, they said they've had it circled since February. And I think that there's a reason for that. I mean, it's not because Nebraska is the most dangerous team on their schedule, but if you looked at the first four weeks, they could do what Ohio State could do whatever they wanted. They they could roll out a base defense. They could, you know, hand the football off and beat Indiana without having to really worry about anything else on offense. This is not a game where you would expect Ohio State would just roll the roll the ball out there and win. No. I mean, and so I think that that's why you're you're listening to these guys and they know the offensive personnel that they're about to encounter, they can put up some points and, and maybe test whether the silver bullets, if this resurgence is real or not. Yeah. Although in recent times they've had they've scored a lot of points on Nebraska. <laughs> let's don't well, over. I'm not talking yeah. about the offense. Yeah. Really. Let's don't over. Yeah. Let's don't oversell the thing. Uh, uh, but but yeah, what you, what you're talking about is that uh, 
lot of our fans saying goodbye to us here. But, uh, but what you're what, what you're talking about is this is a big time personnel situation that that they're running into with Nebraska. They've got four or five guys that can take it to the house, uh, for example, defensively, and then offensively. I mean, uh, defensively, they they think they're better. You know, as you saw, you watched my uh, podcast, listened to my podcast the other day with Jack McEwen on. They definitely feel like they've made a step up defensively from a year ago, but. Like you're talking about, the main thing you're talking about is this so-called idea that this is a trap game, a pothole game, whatever you want to use, cliche you want to use for Ohio State getting snookered like it did last year at Purdue, like it did the year before at Iowa on games where they were double-digit favorites. This is that first game like that. Uh, and the one we were all looking at, I mean, people were picking in our profession, picking Nebraska to, to win the Big Ten West this year right. somewhere. I'm not sure how staunch they are with that now with the resurgence of Wisconsin, but if there's no excuse for this being a trap game, if you follow my drift, they've had it circled yeah. since February. If they, It's a whole game if they step into it. Yeah, I think that it, it comes down to the fact that this is a potentially program-defining game for Nebraska, right? So this is the the rebirth under Scott Frost. This is a game Nebraska. Yeah, Scott Frost-defining right, regime. Is, this defining is game. this is a, a an opportunity for Nebraska to play their Super Bowl, to beat Ohio State, to to put themselves on the map again as a, as a program to watch. It's what Purdue did a year ago. It's that sort of we're we're gonna put all all the stops for that game. Yeah. And then you combine that with the fact that Nebraska played Ohio State pretty darn tight a year ago in the horseshoe, and they have every right and every reason to feel kind of confident because they're a better team than they were a year ago. They've added new weapons. They've, they've gotten a year of development out of Adrian Martinez. I think that it's, it's impossible for this to be a trap game because I know there's nobody in that locker room who isn't aware of what Nebraska can do with, you know, exactly. top to bottom, okay, 1 to 85, Ohio State's roster is 10 times better than Nebraska. 1 to 5, 1 to 6, 1 to 7, there may be a couple players on that Nebraska team that could actually compete for a job here at Ohio State, mm -hmm. and that, that will be a first this year. There's not a player they've played against this season who could be on this roster until this weekend. That's an interesting conversation. I think you're probably right about that. Uh, but to look at this now. Can they put a video up on the bulletin board? <laughs> you know, well, they've they got can, video boards yeah, now. They've got video like boards this, now. Every, that, yeah. Maybe they'll that, put that beat that in out. back there. Yeah. That's not yeah. really a dynamic graphic. That's okay, but though. They've been sort of simple with that message. But, you know, it's. Well, Ber Berm tells it like it is. I mean, Berm was the one that was saying there was no competition for the starting quarterback job at Ohio State. <laughs> you know, we, we couldn't report that, they, that Justin Fields was the was the starting quarterback until the head coach said he was, though, right? I mean, so I think Berm, Berm has his finger on the pulse. I mean, power, well, anybody I, who covers recruiting like he does knows who, know, know, knows who has and who has not. Well, I think what's interesting about this, you know, them not looking ahead, not having the trap, I get all that. They played Nebraska a year ago, and Berm brought up 36-31. Well, Nebraska can be better, but Ohio State is also leaps and bounds better than they were. In there. Yeah. I think Ohio State offensively is better than last year. Because of the two-headed, it's actually a three-headed three monster now. Because they've got a running back on the rails, they've got a passing game that is, is yeah. in its own right, and then you got that quarterback again that can beat you with his feet. Nebraska is not going to stop the Ohio State offense, and I think that the Ohio State defense is roughly a hundred times better than the one that was on the field last year. So uh, I don't want to uh, spoil it there. I did already give a prediction on Letterman Live this week, oh, but. You did? Uh, but this is the practice report brought to you by Byers Auto. So let's shift to that offense a little bit. And I think, Tim, for me that I, I asked Justin Fields this yesterday, Ryan Day feels they won't acknowledge that he's being told not to run. They will say that he's being told to be careful. To me, I think that's the same thing. If you're saying don't get hurt running the football, 
the only way to really process that is to just not do it at all, which seems to be what he wants to do. He had a couple opportunities on Saturday where he could easily have run for first down and passed it up for some throws that, in at least one case, was a little bit of a riskier throw. I think you're going to start seeing him run the football more. My take on it is, if I'm Ohio State, where I wanted to see him advance definitely from game to game in the first four games was in the passing game. You know this guy is a special runner. And he can turn it on at any moment, you know, with 4.38 speed. So what you wanted to see him do was play within the confines of the offense from the standpoint of make something happen with the passing game. That's what that's what definitely gonna, is going to set him apart as this season goes along is the ability to throw the ball. And when that breaks down, beat everybody with his speed. And uh, so, you know, I don't know if you can ever tell a guy to be – to be careful out there, you can tell them to slide. Yeah. But you know, anybody who's ever stood at field level during a football game knows there's no hiding. <laughs> you can't. They don't let you wear one of those big bubbles like that, that halftime thing they have with Bruce. That'd be kind of sweet if they were. Guys though. are running around. I mean, and I, aren't into we each moving other. in that direction with, we're, with football? Well, well, the flags are providing the bubbles. I mean, you know, these games are getting in almost unwatchable in some respects, especially the pro game. But I digress. Oh, the bottom line is, yeah, this is a game. This is why you bring a Justin Fields to Ohio State is to be a difference in a game like this, yeah. to match wits. Uh, guys, we could see we could see quite the demonstration of quarterback play on Saturday with these two quarterbacks involved. You have two coaches that come from the same tree here, okay, in Scott Frost and, and Ryan Day. They have very similar offenses, very similar skill sets with their quarterbacks. You're gonna they see, both played quarterbacks. You're going to see a, a really good offensive battle on on Saturday night again I agree Ohio State will outlast them because the Buckeyes depth is so much better but when it comes down to is Nebraska hasn't seen a full game from Ohio State either okay so the Buckeyes haven't played one but they haven't seen the full complement and the full arsenal of what Justin Fields is able to do and so I think yeah Nebraska had to roll had to roll airplanes out there last right I mean and, and the biggest difference right now for Ohio State and Nebraska is the Buckeyes aren't turning the ball over Adrian Martinez has turned it over seven times okay they lead the nation with nine turnovers so that kind of that kind of sloppiness and a night that's now looking like it might be a wet night in Nebraska could be a difference maker as well but uh, ultimately when it comes down to it I just think the Buckeyes have too much and there's so much that Nebraska hasn't seen because Ohio State's been able to basically play with the one arm behind their back in the last four weeks. And I think that's a big a big uh, plus for the Buckeyes because all the things they haven't shown, and, and there's no doubt they've told Justin Fields, don't run. There's <laughs> well, no doubt. We discussed this on my podcast the other day, though. The other thing Ohio State is going for it right now, defensively, they can roll a couple of different punches at them. Yeah. And, uh, this defense is so much better than it was a year ago. Agreed, Bermanology? That's it's not uh, even close. Yeah, I mean, and it's just just from a discipline standpoint. I mean, when they put that bullet in the other day, uh, one minute they, they drop in the zone, next minute they're pressed man on the edges, but still in the zone. Yeah. I mean, that's the way. That's that's the kind of weapon you have to have defensively when you go against a guy like Adrian Martinez, where. Several players on the backside of the defense aren't necessarily involved with their guy, yeah. but they're watching the big picture. And uh, I just think the Ohio State defense is going to be the difference, if you want to call it that, in this game. Yeah, I, I think that – and the key thing that Byrne brought up when you're talking about Adrian Martinez and, and Justin Fields putting on a show is that Justin Fields does not, will not turn the football over. He's just – he seems to go out of his way right. uh, to protect the football. Which, very JT Barrett. I wonder if I go respect. absolute on that, but I see what well, you're at, at I this, see where you're going. I mean, at this point – you don't see him taking chances yeah. with the football, yeah. and he's not—he's not running with it carelessly out. And he I mean that knocked out of his hands uh, for a safety yeah. the other day. Well, 
He did. That does count. That wasn't on a scramble or anything. That was, that was a complete breakdown oh, no. of, the, of a blocking assignment. But, yeah. I mean, my point is you compare it to the way Adrian Martinez handles the football and how turnover-prone he's been. I mean, Ohio State, that's an opportunistic defense right there. But, you know, that's the thing. You can't necessarily – you can't count on that. You know I mean? I, like when I make predictions for a game, I don't count on turnovers – or, you know, you can look at the weather and, and see how that's going to affect things, especially from the winds out there supposed to be 10 or 15 miles an hour, what you're hearing. But uh, you can kind of look at that, but you can't really count on turnovers, yet you know one is more prone than the other. But we've all seen that yeah. cup flip you, upside you down. You can count on Chase Young hitting Adrian <laughs> yeah. Martinez. Exactly. And, and what you can count on is that the Buckeyes are going to bring a defense that is way better than anything Nebraska has seen. And that's not a knock on Colorado or Illinois, but we're talking about it. Uh, it's fine to knock them. They're not this, good. This is a, a different, <laughs> a different level of competition for both sides. But the 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 leap from what Nebraska has played to now is is much greater than the leap from what Ohio State has played. To Agreed. Now. Agreed. And I don't think that it's t you know. Tim, too much to ask. If you see this guy constantly turning the football over the way Martinez does and a defense that's... They're going to test it. I, yeah, well, you're, you're right. You're you right. know, like, like I've got a story coming in Thursday at Letterman Row about it's not necessarily about Chase Young, but it's about this impact Chase Young is making yeah. from game to game. Those two strip sacks last week were ridiculous. <laughs> and, then, and then I asked Jay Sean Cornell about it, you know, this week, and he said, he said, yeah, he goes, sacks... I'm paraphrasing him. Sacks are pretty much passe. What you want is a strip sack. Yeah. Now you want to cause havoc. You want to you want to create a turnover for your team. And that, that, that that's the total different mindset for this defense. I mean, they're having fun. They're creating havoc. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I think. Like I keep going back. I think will be the difference in this game. And you got some guys like, like you were talking about. This this is definitely uh, the better team that Ohio State has played. But without a doubt. Yeah. It's by far the best team that uh, Nebraska's gone against, and who's who's going to have the nerves? Right. I'm just going to say this. We watched in that first quarter last week against Miami a few breakdowns that happened in the secondary early in the game, especially when the Buckeyes were trying to flip-flop between zone and man coverage. If that happens against Nebraska, you're giving up a touchdown. So yeah. those types of things are, are really what I think sets the tone for this game. It is really – Nebraska is going to come out with all cylinders firing. They're going to come out as juiced as they possibly can. They will have seen all that. So to me, it's about Ohio State weathering the storm, so to speak, in that first eight to nine minutes. And if it gets through that without anything crazy happening, Iowa, the, first, the interception return for a touchdown mm -hmm. on the first pass of the game, you know, the missed field goals at, at, at Purdue, the, yeah. the fake field goal at Purdue. The fake missed opportunities at Purdue right, were fake field goal at Dwayne Iowa. was like two inches off. Yeah. You just can't have anything like that happen. Yeah. And if that doesn't happen, this game is a blowout for Ohio State. It, I don't think it'll matter. It's, if, four, if they have to play four quarters, they cannot match up with Ohio State's personnel. That's well, just I hope it. that they only had, Wait a minute. Are, are, is our show now, now brought to you by Absolute Vodka? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's an absolute I, sure. you just stated there. No, you're right. I mean, he's, he's making good points. I mean, these are all good I'm points. All week, Don't folks. pat him on the back. The, here's the point. The point is Ohio State is a more than two-touchdown favorite for a reason. Yeah. Everybody can see who's the better team, but you don't know what the fickle finger of fate is going to bring. All right. You guys trying to plant these seeds of doubt in my the mind. Fickle but fickle it, finger, finger it's, of fate. It's not going to happen. Ohio State 38, Nebraska 17 is the final score. No. Are we picking yet? We're not. I'm just, I didn't get to pick because I'm not on Letterman Live anymore during Mondays because I'm not, but that's fine. What, but well, now, Tim now, wasn't either. So. Now's my time to pick. 38-17 Buckeyes. I like Ohio State getting close to the 50 mark again. Uh, I don't see Nebraska coming close to that. So 
somewhere like 49 to uh, to 20, 21. All right, now we're back talking sense and not about a possibility of an upset this week. It's just not going to happen. I think they're going to score, but they're not going <laughs> to keep up. All right, take it to the bank. This has been Practice Report brought to you by Buyers Auto. This is Tim May. That's Jeremy Birmingham. I'm Austin, we- Austin Ward. Uh, easy for me to say. We've got coverage coming all week. Ohio State at Nebraska. We will be there in Lincoln on Saturday night. So stick with us at LettermanRow.com. We will see you there. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.